Hello, fantasy friends. I'm Scott Cullen, host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Locked On Podcast Network. In preparation for this fantasy baseball season, I've covered rookies and sleepers and breakthrough players, did some draft strategy in a mock first round, a a position-by-position preview. We looked at injuries, position battles, and we're still a long, long way from the start of Major League Baseball. And who knows how long it's going to be, uh, but we know it's going to be a long time, so I've decided to hop into the history books a little bit and look at the most historically productive seasons by position. A reminder, before we continue on here, you can tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked on Fantasy Baseball. Now, on the Catcher's Podcast, the position was ruled by Mike Piazza. First base was all about Lou Gehrig. Second base had some nice variation once I planted Rogers Hornsby on his own island. What does shortstop have in store for us today? Well, great variety for one thing. we got we got speed, we got power, we've got uh, old players, uh, younger players. It's a good mix. And so let's start with the honorable mentions. And the first honorable mention is Hannes Wagner, because you could pick just about any one of his seasons. Uh, from 1899 through 1909, Wagner averaged 97 RBIs, 101 runs scored, 48 stolen bases, five home runs, and hit 350. Now, there was no power, there was no power really, but that wasn't unusual uh, that far back. And so you, you could pick any one of uh, Wagner's seasons uh, aside from what what is included in the top 10. Uh, we have Wagner in 1901, 1904, 1905, 1907. Those are all outstanding seasons, uh, and you could probably stretch it even further. Also, going in the super far way back machine, uh, Huey Jennings, uh, whose peak years were 1894 to 1898, so a little, little while ago. But in, in those years, uh, Jennings had 50, averaged 50 stolen bases a year, averaged 137 runs and 104 RBIs while hitting 361. He only averaged a couple of home runs per season uh, through those years. But way back when, Huey Jennings had uh, some very productive years uh, at shortstop. Now, uh, we'll move on to a little more modern era. Uh, 2008, Hanley Ramirez. Uh, had 33 home runs, only 67 RBIs, but 125 runs scored, 35 stolen bases, and hit 301. I mean, uh, uh, hitting 301 in a 30-30 season is is uh, pretty impressive. None of the shortstops had the home run RBI numbers or the home run and run scored numbers like Ramirez, and he ranked third in stolen bases behind Jose Reyes and Jimmy Rollins. That it was a really strong season, uh, and this was kind of right in the middle of uh, the best three years of Ramirez's career. So in 2009, Hanley Ramirez again uh, had 24 home runs, 106 RBIs, 101 runs scored, 27 stolen bases while hitting 342. Uh, that's that's a monster season. Uh, Derek Jeter, Troy Tulowitzki, and uh, Jason Bartlett, of all people, uh, were the next best uh, shortstops that season. So Hanley had uh, separated himself from that group by, by a pretty good margin, uh, especially with a 342 batting average. And then one more Hanley Ramirez season, 2007. Uh, he had 29 home runs, 81 RBIs, scored 125 runs, stole 51 bases uh, while hitting 332. Uh, Jimmy Rollins had uh, a season with 30 home runs uh, and 40 stolen bases. Jeter was okay. Edgar Renteria was okay. But Ramirez was far and away the, uh, the best in 2007. Back a little bit further to 1999 for Nomar Garcia Parra had 27 home runs, 104 RBIs, 103 runs scored, 14 stolen bases, and hit 357. And the, the wild thing is that Nomar was not the best shortstop that season. Uh, Jeter uh, probably had even better numbers. Uh, A-Rod 
uh, had better power numbers, but hit 285 that year. And so he wasn't quite up there with, with Jeter and Nomar in terms of overall value. We can move on to 1987 Alan Trammell. Uh, Trammell had 28 home runs, 105 RBIs, 109 runs scored, stole 21 bases while hitting 343. It's a fantastic season. And you can look at, at that era. Cal Ripken was, was close on the power numbers, but he didn't steal bases and he hit 252 that season. Uh, Ozzie Smith and Tony Fernandez had the batting average and, and steals uh, to compete with Trammell. But be, between the two of them, between Smith and Fernandez, they combined for five home runs, all by Fernandez. So Alan Trammell was in a, in a class by himself in 1987. Uh, in 2003, Alex Rodriguez uh, with the Texas Rangers had 47 home runs, 118 RBIs, 124 runs scored, and hit 298 while stealing seven bases. Now, Nomar was great in 2003 as well, but he was 19 home runs behind A-Rod. And so that's sort of uh, the difference. And then there was kind of a, a good gap between them and then uh, Edgar Renteria and Derek Jeter. Uh, so this is, and, and so A-Rod here was very clearly the, the best in, in 2003, and it's still uh, only good enough for an honorable mention. Don't worry, we will get to more A-Rod. Uh, one for 1958, Ernie Banks. Uh, didn't run a whole lot in his career, only stole four bases in 1958, but had 47 home runs, 129 RBIs, 119 runs scored, and hit 313. Uh, no other shortstop uh, in the league had uh, more than 20 home runs or 80 RBIs, and, and there's Ernie Banks rocking 47 home runs and 129 RBIs. Uh, Luis Aparicio was the, the next best productive shortstop that season, but wasn't even close, and, and so... Again, Ernie Banks has this amazing season, and it's still not quite uh, into our top 10. And so that, that will cover the honorable mentions, and uh, that, that'll be time to take a break. We'll, when we come back, uh, it will be time to count down the top 10 shortstop seasons in fantasy production. We'll be back after this. And we're back, counting down the top 10 fantasy seasons for shortstops. We'll go at number 10 in 1996, Barry Larkin of the Reds. Had 33 home runs, 36 stolen bases, so a 30-30 season. Had 89 RBIs, 117 runs scored, and hit 298. Uh, again, Larkin w- was not the best shortstop in that uh, particular season. He was behind A-Rod. But the gap between Alex Rodriguez and Larkin and the rest of the shortstops was huge. Uh, you can look at Cal Ripken, Derek Jeter, and Jose Valentin. They were fine, but they were a long way behind Larkin. And so that gets him in at number 10. And number 9 is the year 2000, Alex Rodriguez with the Mariners. Had 41 home runs, 132 RBIs, 134 runs scored, 15 stolen bases while hitting 316. Nomar and Jeter were both great uh, in 2000. And Larkin was productive, but he missed a bunch of time uh, with injuries. Uh, even Miguel Tejada and Jose Valentin were, were productive power hitters uh, that season. But A-Rod's still kind of clearly ahead of, of that group. And so uh, that pretty rare to have 130-plus RBIs and 130-plus runs scored uh, in the same season. And so there's A-Rod's first entry in the top 10. It's not his last. Uh, and at number 8 is 1982 Robin Yount. Uh, the Brewers legend had 29 home runs, 114 RBIs, 129 runs scored, stole 14 bases while hitting 331. He was so far ahead of the rest of the shortstops in 1982. Ripken had some power, uh, 
Uh, and he was the only other shortstop who had more than 90 runs in RBIs, and, and Yount had 100 and, uh, 129 runs and 114 RBIs. But, but Ripken hit 264 uh, compared to Yount hitting 331. And and there's this so there's this big gap between Ripken and Yount, and Ripken was the second best uh, shortstop that season. So Yount was just far and away uh, the best shortstop in in 1982. Okay, we're going pretty far back for the next few. Uh, 1948. Lou Boudreau with the Indians had 18 home runs, 106 RBIs, 116 runs scored while hitting 355. He only stole three bases, but the rest of those numbers were clearly best in class uh, among the shortstops. Uh, Vern Stevens of the Red Sox had uh, counting numbers, you know, home runs, RBIs, runs scored that were uh, comparable to Boudreau, uh, but but Stevens only hit 269 compared to Boudreau's 355. Then the the production from other shortstops dropped off pretty quickly from there. So uh, Lou Boudreau slides in at number seven. And at number six, uh, I've talked about him off the top in the honorable mentions, Hannes Wagner. Uh, 1908 uh, was his best season. He had 10 home runs, 109 RBIs, 100 runs scored, stole 53 bases while hitting 354. Uh, I, I noted how great Wagner's career was, uh, but he does deserve some extra credit here for his best season. And while 10 home runs... Uh, in this era, doesn't sound like much. No other shortstop in, in baseball that year had more than six. So, well, well, you can say ten home runs doesn't sound like a whole lot when uh, it's clearly the best at the position. Uh, it's certainly not a weakness. Uh, all right, on to number five for Archie Vaughn of, of the Pirates in 1935. Vaughn had 19 home runs, 99 RBIs, 108 runs scored, and hit 385. That's right, 385. Anyway, although he didn't run much, he only stole four bases that season, but he had uh, accumulated more than uh, the other shortstops in home runs and RBIs and runs scored, and then tops it off with a 385 batting average. There, there's not much competition there for Archie Vaughn in 1935. Uh, moving up to number four is 1999 Derek Jeter. I know that by the end of his career, there was a pretty wide movement online talking about how overrated the captain was. Uh, but don't forget that he was still a, a really great player at his peak. Uh, in 1999, uh, when he had 24 home runs, 102 RBIs, scored 134 runs, stole 19 bases, and hit 349, uh, Jeter was better than A-Rod and Nomar and Larkin and Omar Vizquel. Pick the shortstop you want, and, and Jeter was uh, better than all of them that season. And so uh, that, that lands him in the top four. And uh, so speaking of Alex Rodriguez, uh, we're into number three, which is 1996 with the Seattle Mariners. A-Rod had 36 home runs, 123 RBIs, 141 runs scored, stole 15 bases while hitting 358. Uh, Barry Larkin had a 30-30 season that year. Uh, Cal Ripken had his typical power numbers, but A-Rod hitting 358 on top of his uh, monster counting numbers, that that's one of his best seasons. And it's good enough for, for third overall. At second overall, we've got 2002 A-Rod, uh, 57 home runs, uh, 142 RBIs, 125 runs scored, nine stolen bases, and a 300 batting average for the Texas Rangers. It's a monstrous season from uh, A-Rod, uh, and clearly ahead of his contemporaries, uh, Tejada, Nomar, Jeter, who all had really strong seasons, but there's really strong, and there's also ha- having more than 50 home runs and 140 RBIs. And so Alex Rodriguez takes... Third spot, second spot, and without further ado, in first spot, Alex Rodriguez, 2001. 
Uh, again, with the Rangers, 52 home runs, 135 RBIs, 133 runs scored, 18 stolen bases, and a 318 batting average. Uh, with Nomar uh, out with an injury that year, uh, A-Rod really put up this huge season to distance himself from all the others uh, at shortstop. Uh, Jeter and Tejada would be sort of his closest challengers, uh, as well as a career-best season for Giants shortstop Rich Aurelia. But, you know, it was, it was tough to compete with a guy who gives you 52 home runs and 135 RBIs, 133 runs scored, and a 318 batting average. That's, uh, uh, that's out there. And, uh, you know, we, we can retroactively, we know that uh, A-Rod's years with the Rangers may have been uh, enhanced. And so <laughs> the, the baby doesn't have, uh, you know, a halo over him uh, for, for putting up those numbers. But uh, we're looking straight at uh, fantasy production. We don't have, we don't need to worry so much, I guess, about whether they were uh, those numbers were achieved uh, on the up and up, and so uh, so anyway, Alex Rodriguez was a freakish offensive player, and uh, he thrived in an era when Major League Baseball had elite shortstops in terms of offense. You know, we have all kinds of legendary shortstops through the years, uh, but a lot of them were known for uh, for their glove more than their bat, and and that has started to change. This is more similar to the current era when you look at. You know, current shortstops like Francisco Lindor and Trevor Story and Tim Anderson, Xander Bogarts, Javi Baez, Gleyber Torres, Trey Turner. There's a ton of talent at shortstop. You know, last season, six shortstops had at least 30 home runs. Six had more than 100 runs scored. Five had more than 20 stolen bases. And six had at least 295. Well, no one uh, from the current class is going to be touching peak seasons of Alex Rodriguez. Uh, the shortstop position is as deep as it's ever been. And that uh, should affect how you how you address the position. Um, great if you can get guys at the, the top, you know, the Francisco Lindor and Trevor Story are uh, rare talents who can put up really productive seasons and, and help drive your, your team's numbers. At the same time, if you're sitting there and getting the fifth or sixth or seventh best shortstop, you're probably still going to end up with a really great player. And so there's, uh, there's something to be said for that, the way the, the talent has sort of shifted around Major League Baseball. And, you know, we, we see what, say, catcher and first base uh, used to be uh, compared to what they are now. And then when you look at what shortstop used to be, where it was a position of slap-hitting infielders who, who didn't really put up huge numbers, and now it very much is a position where, where guys put up huge numbers. And so that's, uh, I, I guess, in some ways, a, a bit of a nod to the era of A-Rod and Nomar and Jeter and Miguel Tejada, the, the guys who were really uh, maybe al- almost a generation ago were uh, dominating at the position. So that'll wrap up uh, shortstops. And I'll be back tomorrow with the top 10 fantasy seasons by third baseman. Uh, hit me up with your questions. I'm at by Scott Cullen on Twitter. The show is at LO underscore fantasy MLB on Twitter. And if you want to send an email, direct it to locked on fantasy baseball at gmail.com. Find us and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. That wraps up this edition of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On Baseball. Have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow when I'll look at the top fantasy seasons by third baseman. Stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your source for daily fantasy news and analysis.